0: Hey mama, it's another beautiful day and thank you for tuning in to The Girl's Main Business Podcast. My name is Sean Fu and I started this podcast because I love, love helping women build their dream online businesses. I've been in the online business space for almost six years now, girl, and I've learned a lot of lessons, personally, by making mistakes and just improving on myself. And then because I worked in an agency, seven different brands, I'd also learned a lot on the job, via trainings and everything as well. So if you're an African woman out there and your dream is to build a structured and profitable business that is powered by technology from the comfort of your home without trading the things that matter to you the most in life, like your family and faith, then you're on the right channel and you're listening to the right person. Stick around for the juicy part of today's show. So quick announcement, y'all. Before now, I've been sharing two to three podcasts per week for about 10 minutes there about but from now I'll be sharing just one episode in a week but this time around you will get longer episodes so that the inside I'm sharing are more robust and you can apply them better before I go on to today's episode I need to mention that the show of love that I have received in form of feedback from the last episode of this podcast has been massive it's amazing to know that a lot of women find this inside practical and useful for them and that sort of encourages me to create even better content for you thank you and you know one of the best things that you can tell a podcaster is that our content is helping you out it's music to our ears thank you once again ladies for the first time please go back to the past episodes luckily they are shorter And listen to all of it, so you can see firsthand for yourself what everyone is raving about. Now, some people have sent me topics that they like me to talk about. For people like this, please know that I'm working on these topics already. And for some of the subjects, I'm even planning to bring experienced people in the subjects on the show, so that you can have a more rounded knowledge. So, if there's something you'd like me to address, specifically a topic or a question that you have, please send me an email at gwmbafrica at gmail.com and I'll be sure to reply you. I'll be looking forward to your email. So in one of the feedback I got, a woman by the name of Gladys had reached out to me saying that she started selling jewelries on Instagram and now she wants to build a full-blown e-commerce store for that. And then, coincidentally, a few days after I spoke with Gladys, I got into another conversation with a lady who was also starting a full-blown online jewelry store. And I was just dropping my thoughts. I was just sharing ideas on what I thought she could do to scale faster. Then, to top it up, around the same time, I also received a WhatsApp message from a girlfriend. And I'm just going to read that loud. It says, Hi, Shun me, Amazing podcast today. It was high opening. Emoji, emoji, emoji. You need to come and help me with XXX. I mean, that's the name of our business. I don't want to share that info. I want my business to be fully digital, like where people can shop. I mean, purely e commerce. I know it will cost me money, but I think it is feasible. When can we start? And at that moment that I read that, it felt like the entire universe was conspiring for me to create this episode. So here we are. Sit back and enjoy as I take you through that process of building your e-commerce business from the scratch. So first of all, what's a full blown e-commerce store? So when I say full blown e-commerce, what exactly am I talking about? What does that look like? I want you to understand what that means first before we go into all of the details of how we can actually make that happen so when i'm saying full-blown e-commerce store what i'm referring to first of all number one is you're selling tangible product you're selling hair you're selling shoes accessories Etc. Something that can be felt, that can be touched, that can be undoed as a matter of fact. It means that you have a website that has e-commerce functionalities, which means that people can shop on your website, and that's like the primary way that people buy from you. Now, your social media pages might be active, but there are alternative purchasing means. But the primary way that people shop from you or buy from you is your website. I mean, that's number two um, way to identify a full-blown e-commerce store. Number three way is that people can check out on your website at least they can ping on your website. They don't have to call you to send account number or text you for your account details or anything like that. They can actually complete the order without you being there. Number four is that you have a whole system around pickup and delivery because logistics is a very crucial part of any e-commerce business so it means that you have your logistics figured out end to hand and lastly it means that you have a system around your demand and supply so it means that you get the demand from customers you get products from suppliers to fulfill your customers demand you update your inventory online and ensure that only products that are in store are on your site and just that cycle that supply and um, demand chain is well perfected and it's working there's a whole system around that so if you have all of this in place or if all of these are in place then it means that it's a full-blown e-commerce store there are other things but those are like major things so if you stick around to the end i'm going to be sharing with you the step-by-step how to make all of this happen so now before i even go into that why should you create a full e-commerce store why is that important why can't you just sell on instagram or on facebook or whatsapp i mean especially considering the fact that those platforms are increasingly becoming a place where people shop so number one reason why that is important is that an e-commerce store helps you simplify shopping for your customers so it means that if you don't have an e-commerce store, for instance, people would have to say send you a DM on Instagram, and then you have to respond. You're chatting. There's a lag. There's network issues. The customer is not responding on time. They find alternatives. I mean, there's just that time and stress that it takes to complete orders. But if you have an e-commerce store, the shopping process is simpler, and you don't even have to be all there all in the customer's face to complete an order so yeah and and that's that number two is that an e-commerce store offers a better shopping experience for your customer because the customer is able to get all the information they need about your product they're able to get everything they need they don't have to reach out to you through an alternative means they have all the information they need they have the images so they're not calling you the same or pictures so that they can see different angles of the products they have angles of the product on your website they have the description that has all the details they require they have warranty information if that's something that you've added if they are similar products they have that so if they can't have that product they know that they have alternatives if there's a delivery process there's that information there if there's payment process there's that information there so ultimately they have all the information they need to complete that order without you being there so it's simpler and it's better and it's faster for everybody everybody wins when you have an e-commerce store but you and the customer number three this is quite obvious and i've mentioned this already it saves you time e-commerce store saves you that time of you know just going back and forth on just one order and you're spending several minutes or one hour or sometimes even days because sometimes the customer is not responding on time and then they maybe respond tomorrow and then you're spending days on just one order you can you know just save that time by creating an e-commerce system around that number four is that an e-commerce store offers analytics so that you can understand your customer shopping behavior so in every e-commerce store right there's a backend analytics that shows you all the details about your customer shopping behavior details such as how long they spent on your website if they ordered but they didn't complete your order what what products are people buying more what are the highest selling products you know it, it gives you information like that and these help you make smarter business decisions so if for instance on the back end you see that people are ordering more of a particular product than the order then you know that the best thing to do is to stock more of that product. If for instance, people are spending less time on your website, they don't spend a lot of time on your website, start asking yourself, are there things that you can do to increase the time spent on your website? Or if um, people are ordering but they're not completing the order, like you have a lot of people making orders but they just abandon the orders in their cart and they're not actually completing and paying, so then it makes you look into your customer journey. Is there something in that process it's stopping people from completing their order? So i used to work for this e-commerce store this uk e-commerce store that sold fashion items to um, africans in the diaspora and we were running a marketing campaign i mean i was the head of marketing for a while we were running a campaign for about three months and there was no returns at all nobody was buying and it was really like a subject of concern to me because i mean that's that's my office right we're running different campaigns we were spending money it was really troubling so we had to start troubleshooting to find out what is the issue is it that people don't like this product Well that wasn't the case because when we posted the products on instagram we got a lot of feedback people were asking for a price and everything but well, people were just not paying but we started to delve deep into what could be the problem eventually we realized that there was an issue with how people ordered. so a lot of people had ordered but for some reason based on an error in the mobile application they could not complete the order because i checked and it was working for my end but apparently it wasn't working for everybody it was just a few people that could you know complete the order? And people don't have that patience. The attention span is really crazy these days. People don't have time to. i figuring out how your website works. So, I could actually navigate through that process, but a lot of people couldn't. So we saw a lot of abandoned items in people's cards and it was it was really like an high opener. So we had to retarget those people, and we were able to recover some of those sales. At the end of the day, we lost some, but eventually we fixed that issue and sales started coming in so eventually we realized that it wasn't even a marketing thingy it was a structure thingy there was something wrong with the website that wasn't fixed do you understand so data like this help you to make smart informed business decisions that even pushes your business further ahead customer data that is you know well documented and that you can also remarket to which means that from one customer you can still get more purchases right you can push out referral bonuses and stuff like that you get data so if you're Taking orders via Instagram or WhatsApp or Facebook or any of that means it means that you have to start manually compiling this data. It takes more time, it's stressful, you might make mistakes. But this, you have everything in your back end, depending on the platform you use, but well, most platforms actually offer data like this. Number six reason why having an e-commerce store is important is because you don't want to always be actively involved in the end-to-end shopping process. Of your business like a customer is shopping just one sale just one product they are buying and then they have to go through so much stress i mean and then how can you even make passive income if that's the case so if you want to make passive income from your business what you have to do is to put enough structures in place that people can actually shop and complete their shopping without you so which means that you can be sleeping and somebody is completing their purchase on your website and that's passive income right it also helps you make passive income bottom line that's what i'm trying to say lastly an e-commerce store allows for automation the different things that you can automate your email like the um, emails and sms that your customers get when they order from you so many things that you can automate and i'll get into all of that but it allows for automation yeah some of the social media platforms also allow for automation as well instagram allows automation whatsapp business has uh, amazing automation processes and um, features but ultimately you should know that your website is your primary online shop and these other ones should be alternative that's if you want to go fully e-commerce right so now let's get into the how but um, i'm just gonna go on a few seconds break and when i come back i get to how exactly you can build a full-blown e-commerce business from the scratch see you in a few seconds Welcome back ladies. So let's just get right into it. How can you build a full-blown e-commerce business from scratch? Number one, determine the product you want to sell, if you haven't done that already. And by determine, I mean research. In my last episode, I emphasized the importance of research in your business. See, African women, we need to do better. We need to step up our games, really. We need to stop running businesses based on emotions, what's trending, what are people doing now, oh, a lot of people are doing wigs now, let me start selling wigs, or I think I like jewelry, or I like bags, let me start selling bags. We need to move past that and start building businesses that are based on research, right? To determine the kind of business you want to go into, you have to research, even if you've started your business in a way, or you've decided what kind of business you want to go into, or what you want to sell. still need to do some research. You need to find out what products are in high demand or is this product I want to sell? Is it in high demand? How does logistics work in this industry, right? If I'm selling to people within my locality, if I'm selling to people internationally, how does it work around here? then what's the market size those are questions that you need to start digging into to get answers so that you can make an informed decision what is the market size of this business what is the size how many people are actually ordering what is the share of this market size that I want to get or that i want to take are there taxes or levies or duties running costs that i have to pay for that i need to know about that i need to factor in in my pricing yeah what are the profit margins what are my competitors doing and what is my competitive advantage how do i stand out from my competitor what's going to be my pricing strategy my profit margins and you know these are things that you need to look into right and just oh I love this and I'm just gonna start this business it doesn't work that way if you want to run a successful business a lot of business shut down after a few years because before I started the business in the first place research wasn't done what are the trends what has happened in the past what are the future predictions in this industry are things fading out are there things that will be adopted in this industry these are things you need to look into in your business a lot of people don't want to do the work but if you want to build a successful online business you have to be willing to do the work and like i've mentioned in my last episode and last few episodes before you spend your money investing in a business you need to spend your time in research so that this business don't don't fold up after a few years or a few months in some cases so that's number one way to start determine the products you want to sell by research So number two, you need to create a demand and supply process that is seamless or even if it's not seamless initially, you need to keep working on that process until it is seamless and it's perfected. It's bad for business guys if you're always running out of stock. If your customers come to your website and each time they don't find what they're looking for because your products are out of stock or I mean it's not available at the moment, you can't run business that way if you want to thrive and you want to scale so my advice is before you start or if you started you can still fix some things if there are loopholes you need to speak with suppliers get alternatives see yeah one of the rule of thumb for me in e-commerce is never ever rely on one supplier get alternatives you don't want to be stuck on one supplier and when the person disappoints then it means that your business is on hold or your business has to just suffer for it just because somebody is not responding but if you have alternatives it means that when one supplier is not responding, you can always have alternatives to work with. I mean, it's hard for all your suppliers to be down at the same time, except there's a global shortage or something, and that will be understandable, really. So please, this is something that you need to work on if you're stocking the products ensure that that process is seamless. You always order ahead of time. You find out what your customers are ordering more of and you get all of that ready before they even order. And if you decide that you don't want to stock the products, that's fine. There's an option for you called dropshipping and um, just simply put, this is how it works in dropshipping, it means that you're not stocking the product, right? And by stocking, I mean, you're not buying the product and keeping it in your warehouse or your store or your house, as the case may be, right? It means that you're connecting with a supplier who stocks the product, yeah? And they can also get the product to the customer. So all you're just doing is you're creating a platform, it could be a website, and app or something where people can actually buy from. And then you're marketing people, you're advertising to a lot of people to shop on that platform. Yeah. So once the order comes into your website, the supplier takes it up from there, they process the order and they send it to the customer right they do everything end to end the only thing you're doing is you're creating a platform and people are people know your platform and they are buying from your platform but you're not the one stocking the products or delivering the products to the customer what you earn at the end of the day is the profit that comes from the difference between the price that the supplier gave you and the price that you sold it so i know it's already sounding complicated and just hold on a second i'm gonna explain myself so it means that let's say that you're selling bags for instance let's say uk bags and the supplier gave you a bag for ten thousand naira that's if you're in nigeria and you decide to sell this back for 15,000 naira on your website if people buy what the supplier gets paid is the 10,000 naira and the process is almost automatic you get your 5,000 naira and you're good you're not doing anything the only thing you're doing is your marketing to people to buy on your website and it's your website right? the stocking of the products and the delivering to the customer you don't have to worry about that it supplies does that there are several platforms that allows for drop shipping one of the most common one is Ali Dropship or Alibaba. you can just check them out but there are several other platforms and maybe I'll create a separate podcast on how to start a drop shipping business but I mean that's this is enough information for you to start with number three build a website with full e-commerce functionalities this is the foundational step to take your e-commerce store has to have or your website has to have all the features that is required for it to work properly or to function properly as an e-commerce store if you have to show me that pages that you use to take orders Could be alternative means for people to just buy from you, maybe a faster means that people prefer to just order on social media since they spend a lot of time there, right? Those are alternative means. Then, also on social media, you can showcase your work, you can you know spend more time marketing and connecting with customers, but primarily, ultimately, your website is your online shop, and that's where. People do most of the buying, so these are some of the functionalities that should be on your e-commerce website for it to function properly and deliver the kind of result that you're looking for. Number one is it has to have a shopping basket. That's like very fundamental. Like what's an e-commerce store without a shopping basket? Yeah, or a shopping cart. There's several shopping carts. There's WooCommerce, BigCommerce. There are several like that. You need to speak to your web developer to just figure out the, what works best for your website and what would be easy for you to be able to work on by the time you start working on the website. Number two functionality is that it has to be user-friendly. Really, this is like the most important for me. One of the most important features for a customer is that it's user friendly. You want something really beautiful. Customers should not be wondering how to use your website. They should not be wondering, oh, where is this button? What do I press next? What do I do next? I mean, that's not user friendly. It means that when I come to your website as a first time buyer, as a novice, I've never used your website before. I just want to buy. I should be able to complete my order, it should be seamless. I should see what to do next without having to contact your customer care agent on how to complete my order. I used to work for a brand one time and we were developing a platform and it was just crazy. I mean, it was one of the reasons why I stopped working for the brand because the platform that we developed was so difficult, customers would have to call for them to use your app. I mean, how crazy can that be? Every time that I mean we were targeting you know 1,000 customers in one month, and we we're also planning to increase the number of customers from 1,000 to 10,000. So imagine 10,000 people calling you to ask how to use your app. User friendliness is like a big deal. Number three functionality that your website needs to have is mobile friendliness. 80% or more than of your customers will be shopping from their mobile phones. So even if the website looks very beautiful from a desktop or from a laptop, you see, have to ensure that it also looks good on mobile phones. So you have to check that no information is cheap off or no image of people actually shop from their laptops. A lot of people do that so from their mobile phones, so the mobile experience has to be top-notch Number four functionality that your e-commerce store should have is payment. People should be able to pay on your website. More importantly, people should be able to have alternative payment options on your website in case one is not going. They don't have to call you to say, oh, sorry, your bank is not going, you know, there's network issue, there's SMS, there's so many ways that people can actually shop from your store. If you're also doing international deliveries or international orders as well, ensure that you have payment options that accommodate to that. Anything you can do to make the shopping experience and the customer journey simple and seamless is welcome number five so you have to provide two for seven customer service so there's several ways you can achieve that there's live charts the feedback forms there's your mobile number that can always be active there's your email address there are your social media pages but ensure that your customer can reach you on the spot so if somebody's trying to complete an order and they probably reach a stumbling block there could be a live chat pop-up button asking them if they need help and that way you can even have more people complete their orders right and um, also please try and get reviews this is a functionality not it's not a functionality per se but something that is nice to have reviews are very very critical Um, so what I want to say is that for every business make it a rule of thumb to get feedback from your customers there are several ways to get feedback of course you have to ask really you need to get feedback from your customers so some feedbacks are good some are bad they come in form of complaints but you need both bad feedbacks and good feedbacks to be able to run a successful business because those bad feedbacks help you to improve on your processes help you to you know make amends with the customer and still maybe win the customer in some cases and the good feedback also makes you know that you're doing well and those feedback are reviews that you cannot put on your website that will encourage first-time buyers from you know for making to encourage first, first-time buyers you know to m- make a buying decision i mean it happens to everybody sometimes you go on instagram you want to buy something one of the first things you look at is what are people already saying about this so if people are commenting like oh this is good this is great so your subconscious mind just wants to go and buy it so that's how it works then also second to the last functionality or i mean not functionality per se but second to the last thing that to have is discount you know if you go on jimia or conga one of your top e-commerce stores you would see discounts you would always see discounts 19 percent discount 21 percent discount, discount there's always discount this is a psychological thing when customers see discounts and price slashes they have the impression that what they are paying for is lesser than i mean they are paying for um the amount they are paying is lesser than the real amount and they feel like oh, it makes them feel good. So always have discounts, always walk around creating discounts and coupons and price slashes, stuff like that that would encourage your customers to buy. Then lastly, ensure that your website product pages have extensive product information. People don't have to contact you to get certain information about the products they are ordering. Ensure that all the information that is required for a customer to complete a purchase is available so number four way i mean those are just functionalities and features that you should have on your e-commerce website these helps you to also speak to your web developer when they're working on your website to so tell them what you're looking for right so number four way i mean we're looking at ways to build your e-commerce store and i've um, mentioned that you need to determine the products you want to sell first of all if you haven't done so already and by determining, I had mentioned that you need to research dig deep into research to find out what's gonna work and what's not gonna work The second, I'd also mentioned that you need to create a seamless demand and supply process you need to get alternative suppliers so that you don't get stuck when your customers that's to harder then I've also mentioned that your website needs to have a um, complete e-commerce functionalities and i've mentioned some of those features now number four is that you need to integrate payment i've mentioned this earlier payment is one of the big deal on website customers should be able to complete orders end-to-end including paying for your product without having to call you or having to reach out to you if you still have to get involved in that process right now and you're running an e-commerce store that's still fine, but at least you know that you have a long way to go. You cannot scale fast if you have to be sending account number to multiple people. Like, I mean, how far can you go that way? If you're aiming at ten thousand orders per month, or one thousand orders per day, or hundred orders per week. If you're aiming at numbers like that, then the least you can have is payment options that allow people to pay without you being involved, right? then of course that also involves you speaking to your bank you want to ensure that your business is already registered so that you can create official bank account that can accommodate all the payment that you require I mean just ensure that this is settled number five way is that you need and guys this is big this is major you need to always keep your website fresh and up-to-date now it looks like it's not as serious as it sounds but this is actually serious If you have to hire a web manager, please do. And if you're doing that yourself, you have to create a whole system around that. You have to build your whole schedule around updating the website, yeah? Because customers need to know the quantities of products you have. They need to know the products that are available and the ones that are not available by just a glance, right? So it means that if the quantity of a product that you have is just five, ensure that that is updated right and when a product is out of stock ensure that that is updated on your website because it is bad for business when customers come on your store make an order probably complete the order then when it's time for you to deliver you now call them to say oh sorry it's actually out of stock it's really bad it makes you look really bad and most likely you start breaking the trust of the customer and before you know what's happening you start losing customers right so if a product is not available let that be clear and create a system around showing similar products if you go on Gmail right now and you try to order a bag and whether that bag is available or not ut alternative you see similar products right so offer them similar products in case what they are trying to buy is out of stock at least they have something similar to explore if that's something that they want right always keep your website up to date right ensure that The customer knows if the product is available and that you update the right product quantities on your website this is such a big deal because this can actually break or make your business so number seven logistics this is a big deal logistics can literally break your business i used to um manage an online store on instagram and one of the major issues was that we had was logistics it was crazy it almost destroyed the business we had several complaints on logistics until we had to improvise something that now eventually worked so you have to ensure that your logistics is in place luckily there are several logistics company right now that have services specifically tailored to e-commerce clients so do your research and talk to multiple people go for options that work for you and if an option is no longer working or a, a logistics company that you're using is no longer working ensure that you quickly switch to a better option but my own rule of thumb is always have options so that you're not stranded then lastly work with a marketing strategy a strong marketing strategy so um, last week I recorded a podcast an episode I'm sure some of you have listened to it on some of the most popular myths that I've seen African women have about creating online businesses and this one is people feel like once they've done all the work creating a fabulous website they update their website it's all fresh it has all so my question is who will we bring in the sales angels really because the fact that you've done the work putting your website in place is just one step the next step to top it up is to market your business create a strong marketing system around your business in fact a percentage of your profit your business profit should go into marketing marketing should be something that you constantly do and there are several ways again i think in two weeks time i'm going to Put out a podcast on low budget mint to you know market your business but there's several ways around marketing your business but don't just depend on the fact that your website is all good and people are just gonna come in the question is how you have to still get people to come and buy I mean business is not for the faint-hearted really anyways these are the seven ways to get started Now, like my girlfriend whose message I read earlier, a lot of people feel like to achieve all of these that I've been mentioning, you need to spend a lot of money. Well, if that's how you feel or that's what you think, then you need to go back to my episode on building an online business on a low or no budget. So, I think that's episode 6 or 7, or I'm not quite sure. But there are ways around this thing, even if you don't have a lot of money. So, I I dropped the link in the description, um, this particular episode. you would see the link to that particular podcast. Please go listen to it. Again, like I said in the beginning, from now on, I'll start sharing just one episode of my podcast in a week. But this time, like I said you'll be getting longer episodes like this episode is about 27 minutes to 30 minutes so that's long my earlier podcasts are like 8 minutes 12 minutes something around that time so please check this space by 12 noon every wednesday for new episodes if you've listened this far congratulations i hope you're learning something and i hope you're planning to apply everything you've learned because that's like a big deal application again feel free to reach out to me if there's a topic you'd like me to address specifically or a subject you'd like me to um, talk about or a question you'd like me to answer send me an email at gwmbafrica@gmail.com, at gmail.com and i will respond to your email and i'm really looking forward to your email this week Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd like to know what you think, though. Please drop your comments, like, subscribe, and do not forget to join my community at Girls Business girlswomenbusinessquake.org to get more personal time with me and so that I can help you my own way. Also, if you need one-on-one clarity session about your online business, please check the link in this description to book a free 30-minute session for yourself. So I'm going to catch you on the...